Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our take on it. It's your girl, Deborah, hanging out with you on a Monday morning. Jackie, my Monday mood is on, girl. And you know what? I was doing some social media searching this weekend, and guess what made, like, public display on social media? What do you think the most interesting thing was? Well, I know one of the the key events, Deb, was really these little two-year-old kids in New York City. Yes! Who, who ran and embraced each other with this you know, this desperate longing to see each other and this great love for one another. And one of the children was black and the other one was white. Mm -hmm. And so many people, you know, couldn't get enough of this embrace between these two kids who were so excited to have a play date and get to see each other, you know. And the issue, without a doubt, became one of a a racially charged issue. Wait, hold up. Yeah. I did that the other day with my white girl. I didn't go, I don't go viral. Awesome. I didn't see my boyfriend for a long time. And then we meet up and we had coffee. I didn't see that going viral. Well, I mean, I think it's the age of these children and the innocence and what it symbolizes. You know, mm. that, that racism really is something that is taught. Yes. Children learn to hate. They don't instinctively hate. And these two little kids whose parents, you know, happened to meet each other at a coffee shop at mm-hmm. some point and became friends... And all of a sudden, these two little kids discovered, you know, that they go to the same place, uh, you know, for their their play dates. And they just took to each other, you know, just like brothers. And the love between them was so cute because here they are in the middle of a big street in Manhattan. And they're just running towards each other to give each other a hug because this is the time they get to spend together. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but I kind of like the whole scenario of that. But listen, isn't that a little pre-planned? I don't know if it's pre-planned. I think it has it was... to be pre-planned. These are kids. They didn't drive them damn self to Manhattan. Okay? But no, I but love the where... concept yeah. to show that this world can be healed by the love of children who are so innocent and don't understand what this world is talking about or facing with racism and all this other crap that we're dealing with. Yeah, it's true. I mean, here's the kids' names. I think they're Maxwell and Finnegan. And whatever oh, it God. is, Maxwell and Finnegan. <laughs> yeah, but, but the truth is, these two little kids were just adorable because, as you say, they are innocent. I mean, I saw them on a. Let a, me guess. Show. Maxwell was the on, black kid, right? Yeah, yeah he got to be the yeah, black exactly. kid. Yeah, Finnegan was a little <laughs> white baby. Yeah, but you know, the truth of the matter is. You know, I think it was really just a genuine affection that these two children had for each other. And what inspired people to look at it was just the innocence of it, which you just pointed to. Because it wasn't based on any kind of bias or any preconceived notions or anything to do with color. It was just two little children that just loved each other for the sake of what love represents. And this world is so far away from it. We have so much polarization, you know. There's so much of a belief that if your skin is a different color, you know, um, right away there's reasons for concern, there's bias, you know, when it comes to to criminality, all kinds of things that enter into the equation, you know, that more people that are black are in prisons in the States than are white. So many things are tied to color, whether we like it or not. There's a conception that more black people are drug addicts or have problems with drugs than white people do. You know, on and on it goes, you know. There's no question about it. You have very influential black people in the United States. You have very well-educated black people. You know, you had a black president. Whoever thought the United States would have a black president? You had it not for one, but two terms. So that country is an incredible country of hope. This is what I say, that no matter what you say about the United States, amazing things happen in that country. It's a wonderfully powerful country. And I think 
with Trump it's in the power, greatest country on the face it really of the is earth. the greatest country it's an example for the world and it will always remain that you know we live in Canada the US and Canada are very close trading partners but there's no question that whether Canadians want to admit it or not we emulate a lot of the things that go on in the United States we look to the US for encouragement we look to them for fashion trends we look to them you know for leadership in so many ways the US is held up as an example for the world and here's these two little kids saying look all this immigrant bullshit is going on you know we got latinos in cages somewhere you know we got a president that's saying lock them up lock them up you know they're animals they're drug dealers they're this we have all the tension created from that and here we see these two little kids just embracing each other and all of a sudden say people say wow you know what are we as adults what kind of crap do we put out there as adults when you look at the innocence of these two children they're what makes sense why can't we see the sense that they're showing us instead of just looking at the world from such a toxic point of view. Mhm. Mhm. Well said. You know what I say, right? Black people, I look at it I look at black people as we are the salt of the earth. And the Bible does say we are the salt of the earth. And without salt, you nothing has any flavor. flavor. Wow. Yeah. And so Black people knows their strength. They knows their integrity. They know what their capabilities are. The other group knows exactly who we are. And the thing is, everything that has no black in it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, this is a black and white world. Let's face it. It is a black and white world. So why the segregation? If it's a black and white world there should be no segregation. It's black and white. So why can't we coexist? Yeah, it's a beautiful mixture and I think the unity of seeing two little kids just come together to kind of reflect what adults have such a hard time with, you know. Why is there the Ku Klux Klan coming back for God's sakes? I mean, the biggest bunch of crap that you could ever think of. I mean, you know why would you want to be burning crosses you know and and you know uh executing or or raping black people just because of the color of their skin my god that stuff should be behind us you know well, what i mean speaking we should of, be moving uh, forward not going backwards speaking of kokox clan why do you have a noose around your neck <laughs> are you referring to my scar <laughs> around your neck that shit is messed up okay right there oh, wow. okay well you add a little, a little humor to the program that was just my style statement today not to create a diversion but how we have fun when we do this show you know we want everybody to know that we're real you know if you see us live you know we're a hell of a lot of fun you know we say what's on our mind and it's kind of reminding yeah. me of uh, juicy smollett you know just smollett <laughs> Dave Chappelle called him Juicy Smollett, you know? Oh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of Juicy Smollett's situation where he said he was attacked by these homophobic and, you know, all these guys, and they put a noose around his neck. It was actually his scarf. <laughs> okay. So we're we're 16 degrees outside cold. You're wearing no noose around your neck. Shit. They oh, had to put one God. on for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, that's a perfect example again, in a way of what we're kind of talking about here. Here was a successful black man in a series who 
who masqueraded himself and created a facade to draw attention. His honoris is yeah to a lot of garbage, which basically made people feel sorry for him because here he was in in not one but two minorities. He's a black man and he's a gay man and he's French. Yeah, and, and they thought, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, look at this poor persecuted man. When the SOB fabricated all of this, you know, to try and in in. Enhances his earning capacity. I'm telling you, didn't they go back to where I, yeah. what I was saying in the first case that racism is based on individual and their action and their integrity? Yeah, it's not really a thing. It's individual. Absolutely, it's how you feel about another person. And I think that's the beautiful thing. It really is, like you say, I love that word integrity and I love the word purity. With these young kids, we see the purity. But truthfully, with a lot of people and and even a lot of black people who complain about discriminatory actions. They don't show integrity. No. They don't set the kind of example that they should set as powerful black people, and they have to own that. If you're O.J. Simpson, you know you were a prominent person. You don't beat the crap out of your wife. You know what I mean? And make no, yourself you just, you just... a person who shows you know the negative aspects of, of who you are. And if you're just Spolat, you don't use your fame to fake bullshit no. so people lose credibility exactly. for a black person's integrity. Well said. You know what I mean? Well said. Well, here's the black and white issue of it. Be yourself and be your true authentic self because anything else that you put out there is what people are going to say you are. Exactly. And I mean, look at the purity of these young children. Use it as an example of what beauty and innocence represents. Not just in terms of bringing two races together, but just being genuine, being authentic, being real, showing love. That's what that video is about. That's why over a million people couldn't stop looking at it because it was love in its purest form. It was undiluted. It wasn't fake. It wasn't exaggerated. It wasn't manipulated. It was real. It was true. It was genuine. It was authentic. And people just couldn't get enough of it. And kudos to the family of these two beautiful little boys that raised children to just know what love is and not to put up any barriers simply because of the color of your skin. And while that's being said, hey guys, thank you guys so much because you know what? Those two kids make a good bit of money off that shit, though. Yeah, they let's, do. Let's, let's just put it out there. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, they probably right. got they their- didn't just like embrace each other like black and white. Let's do it. Let's love each other, you know, without a paycheck because well, mom and pops is on that it shit. Is. The mom and dad probably got their okay. college fund paid for. Okay. But you know, truthfully, Deb, I mean, even you know, you and I both have a Caribbean background, and I was just thinking that when it comes to the Caribbean. Nothing is more prominent than discrimination in the Caribbean. You have so many different shades of people in certain islands, you know, and you have really fair skinned people. You have darker skinned people. You have medium toned people and everybody has an opinion. You even have oriental people in a lot of of, of black cultures. And there's so much separation. There's so much division. There's so much uh, because of the color of your skin. It's still a complicated issue. And why not make it simple? Why not use these little kids to see that why can't we just as adults learn to love each other without all the baggage, you know, without all the garbage that makes us want to uh, look at each other, look down on each other and create a world where there's such barriers and such limitations instead of seeing the true human potential that would make this world a better place to live in. Well, I just want to say, you know, I did a, a thing the other day and I introduced myself as, hi, I'm Deborah and I'm black. Do not address your vision or your television. It will not change. I tried bleaching. It didn't work. So I surrendered to the fact that I am black. Yeah. And as a black woman, I'm saying, just peace out. Yeah, for sure. And me, I'm from the Caribbean, very proud of my roots, my family roots. 
I love all the food. I love the dancing. I love everything. But I'm lighter skin than them. And I've had a lot of people say to me, what? You're from the Caribbean? What are you, some albino? Or you're some this? Everybody has a classification system. And it's just BS. Let's just be real with each other. Let's just love each other. And let's just realize that color comes in many different shades and different forms. And it doesn't make us any less of a person if we're from a certain place and we're lighter than the next person or we're darker than the next person. We're still human beings. And we got to show that love and we got to give it to one another. All right, Whitey. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>